0: Hi, I'm Sarah Adams, and welcome to my podcast, Cosmic Conversations. Today, I have my lovely guest, Chad Olinger. Is that how you pronounce your name?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chad Olinger.
0: Yes, and we're going to be speaking about many different things, so I'm excited. Thank you, Chad, for being on my show.
1: You bet. Thanks for having me. I've, uh, I'm a big fan, so this is great.
0: Thank you and I'm a big fan of you too and your family and of course the Blind Frog Ranch which is the show that you guys have on the Discovery Channel.
1: Yeah so, right now we're shooting, uh season three with uh, the Blind Frog Ranch so it's we got a lot of stuff going on for sure.
0: <laughs> I'm excited for it. We are going to delve into some awesome stuff today. We're going to delve into healing. so just tell me you know about your journey. You said that who went into this healing journey to heal
1: yourself. So I'm excited to hear about that. Yes. Yeah, so back in, uh, so it was probably 2017, uh, mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with rheumatoid, no, uh, degenerative arthritis. So like my elbows, my knees, all my joints hurt so bad. And I've never been into like medicine. So I wanted to go like the, the naturopathic route. So I went to uh, a uh, chiropractor and he was telling me how, well, there's no really cure for this, but we can uh, try this and this and maybe change up your diet a little bit, which I tried so many different diets. I'd go uh, vegetarian, then raw vegetarian, then I went vegan, then vegan with eggs, vegan, and uh, juice, raw juice. And and, I mean, it all seemed to help, but uh, I ended up getting into uh, dry fasting, which there's a lady in Russia uh, that, that does these courses and She doesn't eat or drink, which sounds like crazy, right? Because they say after three days of not drinking, you're dead. And come to find out, like, if you work your way up slowly, uh, I got up to nine days, no food or water. And after that, it healed my arthritis. It's, like, totally gone and, I mean, blew my mind. Uh, Without any medicine, our bodies can heal themselves when they're not, like, over-processing, like, digesting food and and water.
0: You know, what's really interesting is in the Bible, it says to if there's any negative interferences to fast and by fasting, that's going to remove them. So I think right. that is like in alignment with this. I know when I was really sick and we talked about this a little bit before our podcast here, I was sick back in 2015, I was dying and I had doctors, you know, giving me all these medications. And I just went up throwing them in the trash and going the very, um, non-conventional route of healing. And I did a 40 day fast. I also did Cambo, which is a frog medicine, shamanic frog medicine, um, from the jungle. And I also did a parasite detox, heavy metal detox. I'm not kidding you within a week of doing these things from crawling to my bed every single day. I think it was like for two and a half years and I wasn't getting better. And the doctors were like, you're dying. There's something, nothing we can do for you. I was in severe pain, by the way, within two weeks of that, I was within a week of that. I was like at the, at the gym on the treadmill, literally working out within two weeks. I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm suddenly flying here and there and flying around the world and doing this work about healing. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's, but I did do a 40 day fast and I felt like, wow, when I went through that 40 day fast, it was really like facing, it was kind of like Jesus, you know, in the desert that's facing all the dark stuff. It was, and right. that helped shed it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's power in fasting. So you went just straight, uh, no food. Did you still drink? I guess.
0: No food. I, I fasted 40 days on plain water. <laughs> I just uh, jumped into it. <laughs> You that's know when awesome. you're like sick, yeah. You know, when you're sick and dying, you're like, and you've tried so much. You're like, okay, i I know what you're saying. So it's like I'm gonna go for this. You know, so. right,
1: right. That's so cool that you had the the discipline to go that long because it. I mean, it's tough because what I found out like along the way with with even fasting or dry fasting, there's so many emotions that we like suppress down when you eat or drink, and they all have to come up, and that's what helps heal your body is by releasing these like heavy emotions from, you know, likely childhood or like whenever you're in a part of life where you didn't know how to process it and you just like shove it down. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, that's a good point that you're bringing up because in my experience as a spiritual multidimensional healer, and I don't even like being called that, but it's, we all, you know, the world need labels to say what we're doing, um, and express who we are. It was really interesting people eat a lot of sugar and a lot of fast foods to suppress those emotions and those those emotions which i from my experience know are dense energies and dense energies pull your frequency down pull your spirit down affect your physical body in a negative manner those dense energies are what's causing us to be sick sad and depressed and we're, we're not feeling them. We're like basically drugging ourselves away on fast food, sugar, you know, even just like being addicted to television or being addicted to, 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 you know, smoking or any of those things, we're, we're suppressing that. So it doesn't come up, but in the end, it's going to cause us to break down on some level, whether it's depression, whether it's cancers, our system's going to break down and I always say, you can only heal once you feel. To heal it, you gotta feel it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it yeah, that's I've never heard that. That's great, though. I mean, that makes total sense. You gotta feel those emotions and let them go. You know, that's. It, it, you know, I used to be all like, "Oh, I'm not gonna deal with these emotions. I don't, I'm, I'm a manly man," and and come to find out, that's what's killing me. I mean, it was, and it caused. The pain that I was holding on to is the pain that, like, eventually got in my joints and caused like arthritis, and it's, it's real. It's so real.
0: That's a good point to bring up too. There, like, oh, you know, to be a manly man, don't feel your emotions here. Drink this beer, you know, smoke, like, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's how. Yeah, and
0: that actually, I think that's making men less, less of men, and it's, it's it's less masculine. And it's really just making a lot of broken men out there, these belief systems that we have about how men should be in society. So it's really good that you actually, you overcame that. <laughs> no, I'm going to just go in and heal it. And it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, to be a, a masculine man, you need to feel good and you need to feel powerful and you need to like be able to move around. Right. So that's what I wanted. And I, I got it back. So it's good.
0: I'm so proud of you. You know, I do combo, which is this frog medicine. And um, basically we put the frog medicine on and for about 10 minutes, and sometimes it lasts longer. You've got to feel all of that negativity and you think you're going to die. You know, you're like, I'm going to die. You're not going to die. That's just all the the negative emotions and energies coming up and you just vomit and you keep vomiting. And then at the end of vomiting, you would feel like a newborn person, like, like Jesus, you know, in a way, because you're like a rebirth, you go, you go through this kind of like Christ consciousness rebirth, because you got rid of all those energies and got them out of you. And I feel like that that's a big thing in society right now is us just going in the depths of ourselves and facing it, feeling it, and then clearing it and transmuting it. And I think everybody needs that right now. And That's a big message we need to get out there. And that's right. the only way for us to heal any, any sort of sickness, any, any, um any even mental health issue. I do believe that. So yeah, it's no, great.
1: And I've done uh what, what I would do is like the, the Bufo frog, like the DMT.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we had the like shamans and everything there. And I did it like, that was back in the era when, right before I started fasting, it kind of gave me the idea, like, because those emotions are just trying to fly out, but it's so intense. Like there was so much stuff that I had suppressed that like after, after my trip was done, the Sean would be like, Hey, (laughs) I'd be like naked rolling around like crazy. And like, are you all right? And I'm like, Oh my God, there's just so much stuff to deal with. And it's just like, boom, you're, you're in it. I mean, there's no like slow process or anything. It's like, Oh, it's so intense. And, uh, and that, that I agree that helps too.
0: Yeah. It's really intense. Isn't it? It's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to die. But when you're done, you're like, Oh, I feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
1: like... yeah. So I'd like, I do it. And then like for the next three days, and that's what the shaman says, just pay attention to how you feel the next three days and like a song or whatever, or whatever, a show or anything, or just looking at one of your kids, you just start like, crying you're like i don't know why i'm crying but it's just helping with all these like pent-up emotions come out as as weird as that sounds
0: <laughs> that's amazing you know i was just i was just thinking recently about the whole barbie movie that came out and i'm like oh my god goodness they should have made it it would be a great movie if they made it of like barbie this plastic doll suddenly goes on a shamanic journey
1: <laughs> oh like, yeah
0: yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that more and more shows and, you know, TV series and movies start adding in, you know, shamanic medicine and shamanic journeys, because this is what people need. And I don't know if you guys have included any of that stuff on your show yet or plan on doing that, but I do think that that would be a great thing to do. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I agree. I agree hundred percent. And we've had like uh, psychics come out or, not any shamans yet we've had some native americans come out and they know psychedelics but i mean i've always experimented out there and you know some wild stuff does happen no doubt about it
0: (laughs) and so you know you do the whole tv show with your father you guys are awesome i met you guys at a conference and your father was talking about the galactic federation i was like oh wow he's such a good person he has so much light and I love you guys and I really love the show and I'm like oh this is great there's, this is a show about you know things that I'm into and I was just gonna ask you you know with doing that show like because I went to the, the, the ranch myself and I had all these experiences I was in another realm they, they told me there's a portal there they told me all these different things the ETS and also the white spirits which are connected with the ETs and they interact but can you just tell us you know some of the things you've experienced on the ranch if you're allowed yeah. to say yeah. that here
1: yeah so I thank you for all the shout outs for you know the show and my dad and and, and everything but uh, yeah like I'm camping out I mean at nighttime there's no telling what you'll see like like even we've had crew members come in and they'll be like hey I want to uh, let you know that, uh, you know, I don't believe in this, whatever, but, uh, <laughs> and the, the people that have the most about it, something usually happens to them. Like there was, yeah, there was two girls that, uh, came out and they're like, Hey, we're not into this. We, you know, we're just here for the show or whatever. I'm like, I, I didn't say anything. I didn't try to talk anyone into anything. I'm just here, you know, believe what you want. And the next thing, we were, it was probably midnight. We used to shoot from uh, noon to midnight just to get some day and night stuff. So we were out by the pond shooting a scene and I went back to go get a drink at like our base camp. And uh, both of these girls were in the car with like shovels crying. So I walk up to the window. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Everything okay? I thought like a trespasser or something had been there. And they're like, we just saw this orb with this Indian running through with this long headdress and uh they were just like so scared and then and then on the and the in the clock on on the car it was like flashing like pulsing and they're like look at the clock and and they were just freaking out they're like how do you how do you deal with that out here and i was like i mean well if they wanted to hurt us they would so i feel like with our energy and we're not here to take we're not here to uh have any bad spirits or whatever uh, they don't harm us. And these girls were just like, oh my, freaking out and crying and everything. And and then there's there's other stories of like, uh, you know, you'll camp out there and for whatever reason, uh, I was camping out there one night just trying to find some, see some UFOs. And uh, I was on top of my van and the next thing you know, it was probably like one or two in the morning. I get like super nauseous, but it looked like, what it looked like was there's like these disc-like objects in the, in the, in the sky there that were like covered with like clouds, like um, cloaked, I guess. Anyway. So I just thought, well, I'll park here just see what happens. Next thing you know, I get like super nauseous, like couldn't hold anything down. I'm just throwing up like, like a bad case of uh, food poisoning. And I tried to stay there as long as I could. And then I, I had to leave, but it's like, I don't know, I wasn't supposed to see something or be there for some reason. And then, I don't know. And then we've seen other UFOs flying around. It's, it's, it really is wild though, for whatever reason.
0: <laughs> wow, you know, so that's, it's really interesting what you were saying about it's the people who don't believe it the most that are getting these experiences. And I can say like, I see spirits, I'm open about this and I speak to them and interact with them. And they can be just so comical. Like, oh, that person doesn't believe in spirits. Well, hey, I'm going to show them that we exist and we're real. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So I had this experience back in Colorado. I want to tell you about. So I, I knew this guy who was an atheist, right? And we've been friends for years. And he's like, I don't believe in of yet. You're really cool. And I like you. You're cool. But I don't believe in any of the stuff that you're talking about. So we, he went to stay in this haunted house and um, I turned my phone off. We were both in the same house, but I was like on the other wing of it, in the other wing of it. And I turned my phone off to get sleep because I turn my phone off a lot of times when I go to sleep. And I, you know, I slept in because it was a Sunday and I had been working, I'd been filming a lot at Gaia, so I slept in. I light my phone up around nine o'clock, nine a.m., and I had like hundred probably hundred texts from him. He was like, "There's, there's a ghost," and I have given my life to Jesus Christ. I mean, he's amazing. Oh,
1: oh my gosh!
0: So, I um, this was a huge like mansion house I was staying in, and it was like known to be haunted. So. I'm like, okay, i just said, make my way across this house. It takes like 20 minutes, I'm not kidding you because it's so big. And I get to the other wing where he's at and well, I'm knocking on the door to where he's at and uh, his room. And I hear like a piece of furniture move and he opens the door and his hair was like so disheveled and he was he, he traumatized and he had put a dresser in front of the door and he goes, he goes, he was so upset. I would answer my phone. I'm like, well, you know, he went to sleep. <laughs> and he goes to me, he goes, he's like, I gave my life to Jesus Christ because this ghost appeared. And it was very, very getting very close to me. And, I just wow. couldn't help but laugh. and so I was like, I asked wow. the, you know, I asked the, the ghost later on. I'm like, why do you do this to him? It's like, oh, it was really fun to do actually. Like, he was just you know there, and I'm I'm I live in this part of the house where nobody comes, and he's an atheist, and so I just I had, was having some fun with him.
1: <laughs> you gotta mess with him, right? <laughs> That's funny, Jeez, how cool!
0: Yeah, I'm used yeah. to them um, doing all sorts of things, but you know, I'm also I speak to fairies and stuff, so if I use like my debit card or keys i'm like can you guys bring that back to me and they will do so and it's yeah really
1: yeah nice. pretty handy <laughs> wow. very
0: handy um they will also tell me they'll say okay this person has good intent towards you this person no you should be around this person or you should be like they're really really like they love me and I love them, and so we have like me and you have a conversation. We have conversations like that all the time. So I, I talk to um, elves, gnomes, fairies, ETs. There's different um, different wow. species of ETs, like 200 races I've encountered. But there's also the different realms and different light spirits that are working with the ETs, and then there's like spirits that lost their light that are like against the light forces of the ET. So it's it's really a lot but a lot of it ties into um the 3D realm and people losing themselves and getting caught in this like 3D reality so it's been a lot of work over the years to try to get that information out there because it's like the missing link literally I do feel like all of this is the missing link that humanity will eventually discover so yeah Yeah. I'm not shocked that you're having those experiences also you know when you feel like you're gonna like vomit somewhere it's usually because there's two things either you need to clear an energy so they're bringing that up to clear you or there's dense energies that your system's trying to clear so I just wanted to like let you know that's why you, you would get that sensation of wanting to vomit gotcha you yes
1: that's the thing is all this stuff is it's like uh it's all new like I don't have uh you know really anyone to talk to about it so th- there's so much i i have to learn but i know that what i've witnessed is real with 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 everything and i think in the bio is like I, I stumble into all this stuff i mean i don't know what's going on but i know it happened and it's, uh, it's countless stories of of things like this so that's that's so cool you've tapped into like i mean figuring it out really and uh that's awesome
0: Oh yeah, I, I have memories of living on Mars and also many different past lifetimes. And hey, if you're free at some point, we can do a session and I will show you how to connect to spirits and speak with them and also look into past lives. I love doing this work. This is like my life path and my sort of like divine mission because I, I literally am an envoy down here to this planet to remind people that they have know they're they're spirits they're be they're much more than this physical body we're spirits and we are all connected and we're connected to the et's we're connected to each other we're connected to the planet the planet the oceans the ocean it's an ancient spirit and we need to start reconnecting to that and really knowing how our system works because i feel like people they've lost a lot of the information of why they're in the body, these spirits kind of got lost in a reincarnation cycle called humans on this planet have got lost in a reincarnation cycle. They've forgotten who they are and they've right. forgotten, you know, kind of like all of the divine information of how the body works, how the earth works, how the energy fields work. And I feel we're waking up to that, Bill, more and more on the planet.
1: Right, right. So That's your awakening yeah i agree and that uh so how was your process did you automatically have it or did you have to work to uh uh, heighten your consciousness or your chakras or how did you get there
0: so i do do personal work every single day to stay high vibrational i do herbs i do meditations i know how to light my merkaba my chakra system my aura up so i'm all i also summon in light so a lot of the problems that people are having is they are depleted in energy. That's why they're getting sick. And so I asked the moon, the sun, the stars, the ocean to channel energy into me. And they do, these are ancient spirit, light spirits. And when we ask that they will do so. And that's one of the ways I keep my frequency high, but I was actually sent to the planet. So um, long story, but this force that destroyed Mars, And many of the other planets in our solar system here, it has invaded the earth and is draining the energy. Originally, we didn't have deserts. Everything was tropical. Um, We didn't have death. People lived for hundreds of years. We also didn't have disease. We didn't have the planet, you know, being how it is now. So I was sent in to help awaken people and also called to bring in energy via portal to Channel the energy into the earth to help bring its frequency up, so it can ascend. So I'm one of the ones that was it, and I know the ETs that I speak with, and they have their light ships orbiting the planet, and they're actually putting like these links of light into the planet, where they're channeling light into the planet to pull the frequency of the planet up. And that's what they told me that they're doing. Sometimes they get out of my body and I go into the ships and speak to them. Sometimes they just will appear. And speak to me. So this is like there's a joint. Um, there is a joint. We've all joined together, the different light spirits, the ETs, we've all joined together to do work to help bring the planet's energy filled up. It's the planet being an each spirit told us too that it's kind of it feels sick right now and it needs to really just its energy needs to go up so that the oceans can heal, the skies can heal. Because pollution is dense energy and it's like, it's a dense energy that is making the planet sick. So when this energy goes up, the pollution will be transmuted that, which is energy, into light energy and that will kill the planet. So this is some of the, yeah, this, these are some of the messages. And I remember before this body and I knew I would come into this body and do this work. So it's, it's a pre, I was in another realm. I chose to come here. They were like, do you want to go there? It's like, yes. I'm
1: going Uh, that's so I mean that's amazing I mean it takes a lot of strength and that's that's a hard job you know really uh because people don't believe in a lot of this stuff and to to keep pushing your message I mean you take a lot of criticism right
0: (laughs) yeah but I honestly don't care because it's like you know I actually care about but the light spirits, the ETs, and the divine, which I'm deeply spiritual, and the ETs follow this. They're in alignment with this divine force, by the way, of energy. So that's what I care about above all. So it's like, even if nobody in the world, like, liked me, I'm fine, because I'm not here to be liked. I'm here to do my, like, divine mission, and that's it. So it's <laughs> like, okay... And I feel like because I, I do have a lot of light that it triggers a lot of people who have unhealed shadows within them and dense energies. So I'm kind of a catalyst. I bring that up for them to heal. And instead of, you know, shooting the messenger, it's like, Hey, let's heal this stuff. And because I've never done anything negative to you in your life, but if you feel that around me, that that's coming up and you get triggered by me, it's because that's coming up to heal. So I'm, I'm highly aware of like how it works and I'm, I'm really at peace with it, honestly. Like I just live my life every day happy and doing my spiritual work and interacting with the ETs and yeah, I mean, we do kind of live in a society where they're all robots out there. It's like, I don't care about speaking about who won this, the football game recently or things like that. It's like, no, we have people that, you know, we need healing. We have billions of people out there that on some level are either sick sick sad depressed or dealing with something negative and we have the we have this divine knowledge of how to heal and how to shift our realities and even heal our planet and i am very passionate about getting that across to humanity and be living out my life path of being a a a how can i put this a voice of the divine and the divine beings to
1: humanity that's awesome i mean what a mission to, to well i mean first of all to know your mission right and to 100 percent know it, and then to push forward and not like care what anyone says because you are you're so uh, you're i mean you know what you're supposed to do here that's that's amazing that's cool
0: it is it's like you know after i know i'm i'm basically immortal i remember living for so many lifetimes and even if this body dies i still i can go into another body i have different abilities so it's like in the end because when you're connected when you you have done a spiritual journey to connect to the divine you realize that you're always loved you don't have to have a physical person love you or like you you feel that love within you and you can be alone I always say this you can be alone, dying in the middle of the desert, and you still know you're going to be okay, that you're eternal and immortal. You've had thousands of lifetimes, you'll have thousands more, and that you're loved. And that's that's great, yeah, that's
1: great. I I mean, because it's so easy to get attached to uh, you know, human relationships, but all of a sudden, whenever they they come to an end, I mean, you can either like stay down and depressed over that, or you can just know that you are loved. I mean, because. The thing is, is whenever you do choose to heal yourself or grow, the other person doesn't, you know, always agree with what you're doing and it, and it can end the relationship. So it's like, you know, <laughs> they were, they're
0: not in alignment with you anymore. They're not meant to be for you. They maybe in that phase of your life, but when you were unawakened, they were meant to be there, but now they're not meant to be there anymore. So I always say this to people, cause I see people trying to force force doors open that aren't meant for them. Stop trying to force those doors open that aren't meant for you. Go to where the door's wide open and that person welcomes you. And hey, don't try to force anything. Just keep knocking until a door opens and you're welcomed with warmth and love. And be happy for those closed doors or the, those doors that close because they weren't meant for you and something better was meant for you and is yep. meant for you. So you keep yep. going until you can find that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The thing with like forcing, yeah, you're right. You try to keep forcing and forcing, and it just gets worse and worse, right? So it's that's a valid statement for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I can tell you from personal experience, no matter what abilities you have, you know, we should never try to change people. We should definitely change ourselves and always, you know, becoming better on whether it's a frequency level or a better person to ourselves and others but we should never try to change another. And we need to respect and honor that, you know, maybe they didn't choose to come down the path of healing or awakening with us. And that is their own personal choice that they're allowed to have. And we must allow them to have that. And it might be hurtful because it's often people we love. I can tell you with me, it's family members. It's like, I have family that I know could heal from shamanic medicine and I know could heal from spiritual healing and they don't want that, you know, and they're on medications and that's, yeah, that's definitely hurtful. But at the same time, I know that I can't change them and I have to let them, you know, do what they're gonna do and just focus on being a pillar of goodness and light and love in the world. And thanking God that I know, you know, the knowledge I know so that I was able to save myself and I accepted it and that and opened the door to it but no, we can't change others. And I guess it's like in the end, we, in the end, we can only pray for them and hope that they do wake up, but we need to be on our journey. That's it. I feel like you're on a journey. So I feel like this is for you. This is the energy and read I get from you. You are on a journey. I feel like you're going to delve more and more deeper into this. And I feel like that you are going to have people and you may have had people that aren't going to be in alignment with that, but just be thankful for that. Be thankful. You know, you really start to get to a point of building what I call faith within yourself and others. When you say divine, thank you for shutting this door. I, you know, it's not meant for me. You have something better for me and I trust you and have faith in you. And I trust myself and have faith in myself that feels that this is not in alignment with me. You start to build those things in you when you do that. So I'm always like that. I'm like, okay, this door shut divine. I thank you for shutting that door because I'm not meant to be there. And thank you for doing that because I know you have better.
1: Yeah. Very well put. <laughs> thank you.
0: You're welcome. I, so yeah, it's funny because, like, what I pick up from you is a lot of, I pick up past Native American lifetimes from you. I don't know if you've delved, in, delved into that or you feel any, like, connection to that, but I feel that very strongly with you ever really? since I've met you.
1: Nice. All right, uh, so my mom's side does have Native in it, and uh, I've always I've always felt, like, connected to them by the the way of life and the simplicity and, like, how they – They value nature and uh, they don't waste. I mean, because we have an area at a ranch where there's like, basically you find like the carvings or the, the scrapings of like arrowheads and you find like old Indian beads and it's all like super old stuff, but it's like, in a way it's their trash pit, like of the discarded things and it's, and it's rocks and it's little beads made of glass and there's no like, and then you look at our trash pits and it's like, oh my god we're in we're in trouble you know (laughs) and in that aspect I I really feel connected to them for sure.
0: Wow that's amazing so I have um, Blackfoot Native American ancestry apparently on my dad's side so that is really interesting because I was like delving into this but apparently people who have Native American ancestry they've were born with different abilities. And those abilities, by the way, were given to them by the spirits when they were taking care of the land. When they had the land. And a lot of the land is rebelling. This is what I was told, a lot of the land is rebelling against like all of the the big companies that we have that are, you know, tearing down our forests. And so the land's rebelling and it's it told me it's only gonna listen to the those who are awakened or the Native Americans that you know will will actually had a connection they spoke with the land they spoke with the rocks they spoke with the skies they spoke with everything so beautiful because this is what I do and I know that those spirits they respond and just recently I because I'm here in Florida right now I was at the ocean and the ocean was telling me about hurricanes it said to me I am very upset because I have been abused, I have been polluted. I have not been honored, I have been exploited. And that's why I create tsunamis and hurricanes and things like that. And if you guys came to me and you gathered, you spoke to me with love, I would heal and I would multiply the, the fish and the life within me. And I would heal of the, all of the pollution, that energy would be transmuted. And I wouldn't make hurricanes and come on the land and hurt you guys and kill you guys. That's what it told to me, told me. So I think there's a very deep, those of us who have the ancestry, uh, I also feel like we're returning to that, to bring these messages across, you know, and we're being called to delve deep into the shamanic spiritual journey and then listen to the spirits and listen to our souls that know all this knowledge so that we can bring these messages across to the masses so they can start to wake up and understand that they are more than this 3D body. And I don't know what you feel about that, but that's been my experience too with the the Native American ancestry that came through to talk to me about this.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, that that totally makes sense about how, if, if which I've heard the earth could be like a, an entity or a, a being, right? And we just keep contaminating and contaminating it. I mean, who wouldn't, it has to protect itself in a way or it's going to get sick. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with all that. Then we have all these, you know, <laughs> tons of stuff where we're getting sprayed with things. We put stuff in our food and it's just, you know, it's a, it's a terrible cycle and it has to change for, uh, for humanity to change. I feel like. And I know we could go into the whole,
0: like more than, one hour that we have on this podcast about the whole stuff they're spraying and all of the toxins they're putting in our food because that that goes back to dark magic or occult magic of because those things are dense energies. so when they fill us with enough dense energies that pulls down our frequency when that pulls down our frequency that connects us to the lower realms where there's a lot of negativity so we could go into that but that's what's you know that's why they're doing these things there's a spiritual war going on. And it's really funny because when I came to the blind frog ranch, I was told that that was one of the old ancient sacred portals that was remained open. That hasn't been shut down because of the satellites or because of like the specific um, interferences from negative forces or the government, which is obviously in my opinion, compromised by the dark forces that are, running the planet. I believe that that's our shadow government is not actually a group of people. It's actually the shadow dark forces infecting these people. So I was told that when I was on you guys's ranch, you know, when I, cause I stayed over the night and I slept in the, um, back of my, <laughs> my SUV Jaguar and I, they were telling me, they're like, Oh yeah, this is one of the light portals open and many different beings come through here. ETs come through here, many different light beings. So I feel like you guys are anchoring, you guys are kind of like the sears to keep that portal safe and open for the light beings and the ETs.
1: Nice. I mean, and we've had like multiple people come out and say that there's a portal right in this area, which, you know, we need, we're going to have to like investigate more on that, which who knows where that could lead. That would be such an adventure to go into that. I don't know. That'd be awesome, though.
0: You know, they were telling me that you could pick up this stuff, um, with, I know we were talking about a metal detector, like when we, before the podcast and how you were picking up stuff with a metal detector, but they were telling me that you could pick up this stuff with like, um, come on, the ultrasound equipment. Um, I'm not sure how you would do that ultrasound, but they were also telling me that you could pick it up with like a heart, um, a heart thing too, because it, the spikes in energy, yeah. so even if you put that on somebody who is like sitting there you'd see the spike and energy go off because they would be picking up that energy. there's a couple of different ways that you can pick that up that is really quite interesting and you can also pick it up um, you can also pick it up via like um, tune in there's this exercise that I do which I'll have to show you and you just tune in and you'll start to see images. And they'll show you different, different images. And you literally feel like you're high, but you're not high. You haven't smoked anything, but you do feel like you're high. So, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, there's all this stuff. I'm so interested in, in all of it. Cause there's so much, you know, out there that we have no idea about, but, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all ears when it comes to like new things. So that's, that's cool though.
0: I got to ask you, what's your craziest supernatural experience?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Supernatural. So uh yeah, I would have to say whenever uh I used to I used to fly a lot. I'm a pilot right now, but one time I was I was uh I was practicing for the most inverted flat spins. Like so that's uh it's called a death spin. So you go up as high as you can and then you stall where you turn the airplane upside down and then you kill the power and you stall it and then you kick a rudder and you're spinning Upside down in a spin coming down, and then you give it full power, and the nose comes up, and you're pulling like negative three and a half g, so it's like three and a half g's times your weight negatively towards your head. So, the key with it all is like you just got to relax so you don't like blow blood vessels or mess up your brain because you have so much g forces to your brain, anyways. I was just practicing out because I was going to go like a month later to go try to set the world record, which was 80. Uh, 81 spins and uh, I was just practicing and I got into it and there's a specific manner of where like you have to do certain things to get out of it and I forgot I forgot totally I went blank I'm like what am I doing and I'm getting closer closer so I'm watching the altimeter just going down and down and down and there's people down on the ground watching me and I'm like I'm so I would do like I'd kick the wrong rudder or I'd give it more power take out power or like mess with my ailerons and none of that helps at all so like okay I'm getting closer and closer normally I get out of like 2,000 foot just to get out and you have enough like because it takes about a thousand foot to get enough speed and then back back going and uh I mean this is why they call it the death spin if you don't know exactly how to get out of it you're gonna die <laughs> and so I'm like oh no so I just start freaking out and doing anything I could and nothing was helping. So finally, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to die. This is it. This is it. People are going to watch me die. And uh, finally, uh, I black out. I'm like all the way out. And then I open up my eyes and I'm, I like almost buzzed the ground and came out of it. I'm like, what? Something, something saved my life. A hundred percent. Whether, and that's when I was like, well, it's, it's gotta be like, angels or like uh god source or like uh or uh, simulation i don't know but it wasn't me that did any of that and ever since then i'm like had i now have faith like to like to push harder and harder and to know that everything's gonna be all right which everything was that day and i should be dead and that's not the only one i got like multiple like i guess you'd consider it nde but i wasn't actually dead it was right before i died and but in those events it's like Part of you walks away, but part of you in a way dies. And it changes your like perspective, your character a little bit. So I'd say that's my number one. Probably.
0: You know, I know this is true because when I was really sick, I was driving. I should have been driving and I passed out. So I was having like fainting spells and I was on the freeway and I was going probably like 80 miles an hour. And I remember passing out. I remember waking back up with my car perfectly parked on the side of the road. No
1: Literally. way,
0: yes. oh my and gosh. Yes, and so I know that there are divine forces, you know, that protect us in those situations. And yeah, I, I, that's funny, because you telling me this, like reminds me of that experience. It was, I remember calling my aunt and saying, my God, like I just remember passing out and then here I am sitting completely fine. And the funny thing is, is, you know, this, my chair of my car was actually back so I could relax. So I was happily asleep, like something had put my chair back
1: so I could get
0: the rest needed.
1: That's (laughs) amazing. That is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Even talking about that, uh, I know that, that there is something watching us and like keeping us here for whatever reason, for our mission or like your mission is obviously important. So. That's yeah. uh
0: divine. Yeah, literally, we have like so much divine intervention, and I'm I'm just so grateful for them But that's yeah, I can attest that you are, you are completely telling the truth on that from personal experience. <laughs> like <laughs> yes, these things happen, and so I try to get this across to people all the time because they're like, really? I'm like, yes, really. This has happened to me. This it's yeah. happened to people I know. Yes
1: i know that's true
0: (laughs) well thank you for being on my podcast today and please come back in the future i really really enjoy this i really enjoyed this conversation and i know there's a lot more that we can speak about so you're welcome anytime and um yeah i'm excited to see season three of blind fog ranch which is coming out soon right can you give us a date
1: uh so we don't know exactly and thank you for the the kind words and yeah I'll I'll be on uh for sure again but uh yeah we're thinking uh we just finished shooting season 3 or we're we're almost done shooting we have like another week or two of uh, pickups and some more stuff but uh we'll, we it should be coming out before the new year I believe but uh yeah it should be interesting we've had plenty of weird stuff go on and it's 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 going to be fun for sure
0: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and go ahead and check out Blind Frog Ranch on the Discovery Channel. And thank you for tuning into my podcast, Cosmic Conversations. You guys have a blessed, blessed day, evening. Have blessings.